not part of my notes, but I was thinking as uh, Paul was singing the psalm that uh, the, just that little line that God promises never to abandon us, never to leave us, how important that is for us as Christians on a journey, how important that is for us to know that the God who, who brings us to life and who sets us on this journey of faith and brings us back into his kingdom uh, is going to be faithful to us. And it ties into what I was thinking this week as, as I looked at the readings, uh, I kept going back to that the, the great verse in Joshua chapter 24 where um, Joshua, there, there's a whole presentation uh, to the kingdom, choose this or choose this. And Joshua gets up there and says, I don't know about the rest of you, but for me and my family, we're going to serve the Lord. And things work out well for him. Things work out well, as many in Scripture often commit themselves, devote themselves to the Lord. And it brings us to our own personal relationship, our communal relationship. Our, our, our relationship as the persons of God, as sheep of his flock and people uh, who are part of a, a larger community, a worldwide community of, of people who struggle, who sin, who look for uh, God to be with them and with us as we journey to, to his kingdom. Uh, great line, just a, a simple line. Uh, once we decide to follow Jesus, we can't turn back. We heard that in, in, in the reading. Don't go back. You know, don't put your hand to the don't don't put your hand to the plow and then want to go back. All these readings tonight are really about what discipleship is for us. Over these past weeks, through Lent and Easter, the great feasts of of uh, Pentecost and and the um, Trinity and the Body and Blood of Christ, we've been prepared. God has been opening our hearts and our minds, our spirits, just to see what it is that we're going to do for him. And over the next couple of weeks, the next three or four Sundays, the the Gospels are going to do the same. They're going to open us up to choose this or choose this. How do you want to live your discipleship? How do you want to live as one who who claims to have me embedded deep inside of you and, and, and allowing my light to shine through you? And these readings compel us to start asking ourselves questions as we make this journey. And sometimes people will say to me, oh, I have a lot of questions about God. And I say, good, write them down because I've got a number of them myself. You know, we, we all, we should question God. We should be asking God, what is it that you want of me? How do you want me to serve you? Where do you want me to serve you? How can I do this? If my, you know, uh, this week during the weekday readings, we had a lot of, of young prophets saying, Lord, you know, somebody else, I'm too young. I can't do this. I'm not equipped for this. Yeah. So what are our questions? What kind of questions would we have to G- for Jesus if, you know, if we had that opportunity to have that one-on-one as the disciples did? I think first we'd have to ask him, what commitment do you want from me? What is it that you really want? Before I continue on this journey, what are you asking of me? What do I owe you for laying down your life for me? And then like some of the people in the readings tonight, what is it that hinders me from total commitment? How, do you, how can I be true and faithful disciple when I'm attached to so many earthly things? I'm not giving up my big screen TV or I'm not giving up my trip to wherever or I'm not going to give up. What, I, I can't. 
what are we attached to? What do we have to let go? Uh, of, of, what do, of what do we have to let go in order to follow Christ completely? I think one of the questions that we probably say to ourselves is, am I able to, to move forward with Christ? Am I able to go forward in Christ? Or do I want to be stay, do I want to stay in the past where I feel safe, secure? How can I, how can I take all this change in my life? and yet remain faithful to the gospel? How can I have things changing around me uh, to my call, to my place in the community of believers? I think of that sometimes too. I think about how difficult it is. And it is difficult for us as spiritual people when we have a change in leadership, especially spiritual leadership, when, when we get a new priest or one moves. Or we get a new pastor and one moves. We get a new bishop and one retires. We get a new pope. You know, a lot of us say, "Well, good. We're going to make him. The, we're going to mold him and make him what he what we want him to be." Good luck. <laughs> we're all so different. We are really different. If you haven't noticed yet, um, but we're you know, but but what what's holding us back? Even as spiritual leaders, we're sometimes afraid to step forward in Christ, afraid to, to step out of that box or from the margins of society or, or where, we're, where we find our comfort zone. It wasn't in, again, not in my notes, but I saw a meme this week that said some people think out of the box, some people think in the box. I don't even know where the box is. <laughs> but, you know, what are we... And, and, and then... How, are, how committed are we to really living faith? Do we want to live faith? Is our faith important to us? Do we want to know more about our faith? Do we want to live it out? Do we want to, as I challenged a few weeks ago, do we want to Matthew 25 the world? Do we want to feed the hungry and take care of the sick and visit the imprisoned and visit those who are dying and take care of all these spiritual and, and corporal and, and, and works of mercy that we have in our lives? If we say yes to all that, then there is no turning back. We can't turn back. We've got to follow the Lord and make no excuses. Discipleship for us is not for the faint-hearted. When we choose God, like Abraham and, and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and Mary and the apostles, when we choose God, we're choosing what God has planned. Jeremiah, I've got great plans for you, and I'm not going to let them go until they're successful. You think about those, the disciples and the saints that we, that we admire so much and, and, they, and those uh, scriptural people that we admire so much. They sacrifice so much. They gave up their homes, their, their jobs, their emotional attachments to other people, sometimes their families, their occupations. But they chose God and they made a commitment. They didn't want to turn back. They wanted to see where God was going to take them and they were all successful in their journey. And I think that's what Jesus asks of us. The disciples of this time, of this place, that, that second Eucharistic prayer always talks about the disciples or the, uh, the, the, the people who have pleased you, the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We are those saints. We are pleasing God in our age, in our time. Even in the midst of the chaotic times in which we live, a time in which we distort truth and even reject it. A time when the gospel is ridiculed or, or watered down. A time when we don't preach the, the gospel or live the gospel. 
A time when darkness and sin and death and the devil seem to have more popularity than the Holy One of God who lays down his life for us, who comes to rescue us. Discipleship is hard. It's challenging. It's demanding. It requires us to give up so much. The status quo, the popular opinion over truth, to live God's dream for humanity and not the dream that we want to mold for ourselves. Demands that we move beyond the margins that we set for our own security and stay close to those who are living on those margins of life. The poor, the sick of mind, body, and soul, the wounded, the dirty, the hurt, those who are looking for love, the homeless, the falsely accused, those who we just simply eliminate. Discipleship is difficult, but it calls us to be single-minded and dedicated to the cause of the kingdom of God as it appears to us on earth, as it unfolds itself in our midst. A plan not based on popular votes or fads or whims or selfish desires, but a plan which offers us the best that God has created for all of us who will accept it. Decide. Will we follow Jesus or will we turn back?